Hey everybody, it's Bo and JD here. We're jumping in real quick before the episode because the night before our live recording of episode 500, we got a very special surprise. This is so precious, man. Of course, you're about to listen to our 500th episode and we were we were stunned with 500 tins of a special tobacco that was created for us by Sutliff Tobacco in honor of our 500 episodes. Really, really amazing. It's the 500th and final episode tobacco, and they're all numbered. It's one through 500. I will say Bo and I kept number one and two. But man, we were just so honored by this. The folks at uh, at Sutliff uh, were just incredibly kind to create this. It's a Virginia flake, and it, it is in my wheelhouse. It's in your wheelhouse. It's delicious. We, we were so, so honored and thrilled to get it. So man, the exciting thing is, we gave one to every single person that came to the show and we've got 400 left and we would love to send one to your home too. <laughs> That's right. The tens are currently on sale now for a very, very limited time only because once they're gone, they're gone at thecountrysquireonline.com. In fact, you might want to head over there right now, pause the episode Go check thecountrysquireonline.com if you want to get some of this really, really fine tobacco. And, and this was really cool. The uh, head blender over there, Jonathan at uh, at Sutliff, was kind enough to put this together for us. And it's got some several-year-old aged uh, red Virginias in it. And it's you can tell when you crack the tin open. It's just really smooth and sweet. It's just got that nice natural aroma that you would expect from a, a properly aged Virginia. It's really special. And um, and we're, we're proud to present it to you. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's one of those things that once it's gone, it is gone, but we're really honored by this. That's right. We absolutely are. And again, head over to thecountrysquireonline.com to go ahead and pick up your 10 right now. Pause this episode. Do it if you can while they're still available. If they're not available anymore, I'm so very sorry because much like Country Squire Radio, uh, it's a limited supply. And on that note, (laughs) (laughs) it's time, y'all. Let's jump into the grand finale of the Country Squire Radio Pipecast. Country Squire Radio. Welcome to Country Squire Radio. I'm Bo. <laughs> did, 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 really? <laughs> I'm emotional. I, I know it's an emotional time. All right, let's just try it again from the top. Nobody, <laughs> nobody saw us do this. Just as we've done almost 500 times, we're just going to start over again. This, this will be, yeah. It'll be great. It'll be great. Welcome to Country Squire Radio. I'm Bo. And I'm John David. JD! All right, y'all. So we, we, we are here. This is episode 500 of Country Squire Radio. Episode 500. It has been 500 weeks that we have been putting out content for you guys pretty much every single week Gosh. without fail. And as I pull up my show notes, because everything is a mess up here. I, a, a complete abject. I mean, it, it's, it's a disaster. It's a, it's a complete disaster. <laughs> it is an absolute complete disaster. But John David, did you ever think we were going to get to 500? No. I've been trying to end this thing for years. <laughs> not, not really. But like, you know, I mean, it's, it, we've talked about it a bunch. But like, man, you, you know, you stumbled into my life and then you're like, hey, you want to do this podcast? I'm like, not really. I don't want to do a podcast. And like, so, I mean, I thought it'd get you, get, get you off my back. Like, uh-huh. we do it, you know, three or four months and then... Here we are 10 years later, Bo, and, and, look, and look how far it's And look gone. how far we've come. We oh, started from the bottom, now far. we got lower somehow. How so did that happen? I, so I want to, for, you know, we, we obviously were in front of a beautiful live audience. We've got folks that have come from states near and far. We have Canadians here. We've got Canadians here. How, isn't that exotic? It's amazing. That's exotic. It's exotic. But, but, but let me say just real quick, yep. like, to, for our listeners that, are, that can't see the glory of this, 
we are in a space that is in it, this, this. This quickly got out of control, yes. right? So we we sold a lot of tickets for this. Friends that I never thought would come to Jackson, Mississippi, and we we're like, what are we going to do with all these people? Well, we're going to bring them into a vacant space where we can sit everybody. It just so happens that this was a old Chinese restaurant in the quarter shopping center, and here we are. It's something. It is definitely something. It, it is a vacant retail space that is begging for a new tenant. No, you know what this is? This is the equivalent. Because you always talk as, about is your... Is that asbestos? You t- no, it's definitely not. Don't say that. <laughs> but you always talk about your dusty little shop. And I think what you did here is I think you intentionally picked like the worst possible spot that we could set up so that by comparison, the Country Squire looks very oh, nice. Oh, it looks good. Very nice. It looks good. <laughs> it, we're going to sparkle today. Well, look, enough about the enough about the space. Enough about the space. Because I want to bring him into the headspace of like the history of the show, man. Yeah. Because I think if we're going to close it yeah. out, we got to close it out right yeah. and kind of cast our minds a little bit back. I am kind of curious, like, and I'm guessing nobody, but has anybody been listening since like episode one? No. Oh, well, yeah, Brian Levine, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> of course, of course, Brian Levine would. By the way, Brian Levine is here. Let's get a round of applause for Brian Levine. Woo! Would this be a good time to welcome our content creator? I tell you what, why don't we do that? We, but, yeah, so, we got some great folks that are here. So I, so I actually, I actually had, um, you know, wanted to do this when I kind of introduced everybody earlier to welcome them to Jackson and, you know, tell a few jokes about our shop and just loosen people up a, a little bit. A few jokes that was a like few, an hour long yeah, presentation. Bo, I real, I, I made Bo really <laughs> angry. I don't know if y'all caught that, but like he, I totally threw off his whole cheat. Um, so anyway, we, you know, we welcomed uh, all our dignitaries and everything. We've got folks here from several big companies, and we're very thankful for that. And uh, lots of pipe-related folks. But the, 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 the heart and soul of what we've done here has been to be a part of the content creation community yes. in the pipe world. And see it grow. And see it grow. Yeah. And, and, you know, it, I mean, people tell us we've inspired them, and I'm like, man, y'all need some new inspirations. But like, well, they hear us, and they're like, well, if they can do it, I can do it way better than them. I know, right? Yeah. And they're like, well, I could that. Gosh, there's just a couple <laughs> rednecks, you know. And anyway, I there are so some of the some of the most prolific, respected content creators in the pipe smoking community in the United States are in this room right now. And I, I just would like to call uh, an, a point a point to them uh, real quickly. Alan Har- Harrelson, can you raise your hand really quick? With the Pipe Cottage, hey. the most beautiful southern accent in the world. Tom Kuhn with Pipes, Tobacco, and Whiskey right here. Tom on YouTube. Please follow all their all their channels. And, man, all their, these guys have uh, Instagram pages, Facebook pages, YouTube channels in some cases. Wilson Marsh, where's Wilson? Wilson right here, the Spurgeon Piper, longtime listener of the show. Very, very kind words on his show last week for us. And Thank you. I, th- I think he maybe he drank too much. I don't know. But, um, <laughs> and where's Adam Floyd? Where's Adam Adam Floyd? It. I don't think he's made it yet. Is oh, he, oh, there he is. Right he's, there. With the, yeah. he's with the camera. Up, Adam Floyd with the Get Piped podcast. Man, y'all give him some big up. All right. We love Adam and what him and his good friend Nick are doing. If y'all haven't listened to their show, please check them out. We were just really, really honored by his presence here. And then, of course, the godfather himself, Brian Levine. Brian Levine is here. We already gave a round of applause for Brian Levine. No more applause for Brian Levine. (laughs) No more applause for Brian Levine. Ah, what are you going to do? Uh, it's so it's so cool. Like you know, Brian and I, Brian and us, we started. Brian was maybe forty weeks ahead of us. Feel forty, fifty weeks ahead, something like that. You got a full year, right? Forty nine weeks well, ahead, but of who's us. counting? Yeah, yeah. And um, <laughs> man, we just. Um, you know, it's so funny, like, we um, have grown really close to Brian when, you know, we kind of, at, at one point, we were kind of the 
only kids on the block, you know, we didn't know what we were doing. We were just a couple of annoying guys with, you know, microphones and the yin and yang. And it's just kind of worked out. We're really, really thankful for you, man. And so glad you're here and so glad you're a part of our story. And, Absolutely. And, so. and don't take it personally, the things we're about to say about you a little bit later. Because <laughs> <laughs> it comes from love. And we know oh, that you'll be, there'll he'll, be time. There'll he'll be take time. it. He'll take it personally. All right. <laughs> But man, okay, so just you're exactly right. We are so honored to have so many different uh, personalities. Am I missing and folks. anybody? Am I missing anyone? Likely, yes. <laughs> I'm sure. The fact of the matter is, come find all of y'all are here, <laughs> and we are so thankful that y'all have come all this way right. to be here with the show. All right, you done? You got any more? I'm done. Okay, I'm shut right. up now. All right, we. Can... I've, I've messed him up so bad. <laughs> you really have. And he is just gonna choke me. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not at all, man. Look. I just want to get back to the right headspace, man, because this is yeah. this is big. Like yeah. we were talking about this before we even dive into the notes and everything. This I think this will kind of help reorient to me because you're right. My my cheese is that what you said? Well, I mean, my cheese is off. Someone's showering back there. That's also happening as well. <laughs> no, but like, look, let's 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 kind of bring it into the right yeah. headspace, yeah. man. Because the reality is, this is this is an emotional moment for us. Okay, this is this is a really really kind of a heavy moment for us. I was sharing with John David the other day, and uh, with some guys last night. Like, there's a there's a there's a sense in which this experience has been a lot for a lot of different people. I've gotten a chance to meet some of you briefly this morning. I look forward to getting a chance. We both look forward to getting a chance to meet y'all more throughout the day and that sort of thing. But hearing your stories and hearing how y'all have connected with the show, how we've been a part of your lives, how you've listened to our voices, how we've connected with you, it's truly a beautiful thing that we really do not take for granted. There's that component. There's this other component that we've been having this conversation together. Like we've we, like our relationship throughout the last past 10 years has been something so very unique yeah. and beautiful and fun and wonderful. It's had its ups and its downs in ways like, you know, it's just one of those situations where you look at the conclusion of Country Squire Radio. Yeah. Yeah. And for you and I, it's a very it's an emotional thing. It's an emotional thing. You know, we're going to miss being able to, to entertain you, but I think we're going to really miss each other. There's a last day of camp energy, if some of y'all know what I mean by that, where it's like, you know, if you, if you go off to summer camp, Boy Scout yeah. camp or whatever it may be, Girl Scout camp, like you, you make these friends for a period of time and you have some of the deepest like relationships and really, experiences. These are the folks you went through the ropes course together yeah. and you stayed up late talking about deep things All as kinds a young of person. Try, you know, you're, you know, Eating you're, fried kudzu, things everybody can relate with too. kudzu? What the heck is oh, anyway. that? So, but that's the thing. No, but you're exactly <laughs> what right. church did you go to? <laughs> First Prez, that's the church. That, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, man, no. The, the reality is, is you do. You, have, you, you establish these Gosh, deep relationships and then you get to that last day of camp and you're like, oh, we're going to write. We're going to keep up. And we're going to keep in touch. We're going to keep Oh, t- yeah, I'll call you next week. And, and you do to a certain extent. But the but but at the same time, it, the relationship fundamentally changes after that. And so, like, there's this there's this aspect of right now we're sitting on the mic for the 500th episode of Country Squire Radio. Yeah. And as soon as we close the show, camp kind of comes to a close to some extent. And it's it's a little bit of a weighted moment. I don't want to yeah. start so like so low, but I I, I do want to kind of We need re- to mark the significance exactly. of it. Exactly. For 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 us. I mean because, you know, Bo is one of my best friends. You you were in my wedding and you know, when I have crises in life, I have called you. We've Likewise. Uh, you know, yeah. we've talked about some incredibly deep personal things that that we've walked through each other and and we've we've grown in different ways and that's presented some issues and we've also come together in ways we haven't expected and you're just a dear friend yeah. and and I don't know I don't know what life is going to look like on the other side 
of Country Squire. Radio. I know. I, I I don't know. So just to, y'all didn't know y'all were getting like a therapy session up. Yeah. Here, well, this right? is an like intervention, a, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at all these therapists out there. Uh, there is free therapy at the Country Squire, That's but it's true. not good therapy. It's just free. <laughs> but it is free. Uh, you pay for what you get. Um. So you know, but we were we were talking yesterday about how our lives have been fundamentally changed by what we've done here. Yeah. Yeah. Like not just. Not just that we've had fun and, you know, whatever, you know, we've traveled the country and met so many awesome people and friends, but like our, the direction, the direction of my life is different because of this show. And you did that. You, you did that. The Lord used you to do that. What I, what I did, you were and I believe instrument. this truly, is I saw something very special that you were already doing. And I, I shown a spotlight on it because what you were building with back then, this is the thing. And this, this is great. Cause this brings us really back to the beginning. Yeah. When we started this show, you have to understand this was 10 years ago in central Mississippi. Nobody really knew what a podcast was. Like I had to go around and try to explain to people the fact that I was starting a podcast company. They didn't understand the concept of what I was even building a company around. And then on top of that, I had to try to convince some people to actually pay me money to produce a podcast. And so I, the only idiot I could find that would say yes to that. <laughs> no one that didn't have any money. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, John David at the time was managing the country squire. He wasn't, you know, he did not yet own the, own it the wasn't my shop. It wasn't my brand. It wasn't, you, know? it was, you didn't own it. But at the same time, you were in the process of creating the community around the shop and the, yeah. And it was starting to kind of congeal around you so that the experience that people would come to know and love from the country squire yeah. was, was coming together. And I remember I, I had this theory. I was like, this is an experience that is so amazing and unique and powerful. If we give this, if we give the current customers, just the Jackson folks, if we give them a, a piece of it to kind of take with them while they're at work, wherever they are, it allows them to kind of mentally return back to the country squire. It was what you were yeah. already doing yeah. that we were really kind of shining a light on. And the fact of the matter is, what we found, and y'all have heard me say this before, but within a very short amount of time, it wasn't just the Jackson folks that wanted that same kind of connection, that same kind of mental escape. It was people all across the world. And it really blew up in a big, major way. I got... I, I got, can't believe this. Here's the deal. I just really... I, it's like we're living in an alternate How many reality. patrons do we have here? Clap your hands if you're a patron and support of the show. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Y'all are the reason that we've been able to get to 500, and so we thank you so very... Y'all brought us here. <laughs> Look how far we've come. No, 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 no more about the room. <laughs> but seriously, we would not have been able to do this without y'all. And, you know, one of the, the gifts that we've been able to give y'all is, is direct access, or curses perhaps, is direct access to those first hundred episodes. Now I hope that y'all have not gone back and listened to all hundred of those episodes because they're pretty bad. Some of them have. It's pretty bad. But I felt like we needed to expose a little bit of this for, right, you know, our listeners. All right. All right. So first ever episode, <laughs> August 2013. Pipe Dreams and Old Friends. Some of y'all that they got here a little bit earlier, I decided to play it on the loudspeaker a little bit. And man, oh man, was that a bad podcast. It was bad. It was so bad. It was, bad. It's, a, it's a miracle anyone tuned in for episode two. I hammed it up a little bit. I, I feel like everybody was saying, no, you sound exactly the same. To me, I, you know, I sound a little bit more you know, kind of southern, laid back. You know, I, was, I, was, I had like a different energy back then. Were you, were, was it a stick? Were you, pl- were you putting it on? Well, no. Because I don't think you were putting it on. I think, I think back then. I think you moved to the big city and you're like, oh, I'm all cool now. I'm not going to talk like I fell off the turnip truck. Well, no, I think I, I, was, <laughs> I was doing that a long time beforehand. But no, so the, the fact of the matter is it was actually going back and re-listening to it today to some extent. It was kind of nice because it, it was like, you know, while it's like, okay, the pacing is off. There's not really much structure here. This is not how I would launch a podcast today. 
you know, back then it was, it was really truth to the core of what we were trying to get at. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, talking about, you know, kind of our love for the pipe. We of course referenced Lord of the Rings. You talked a little bit about the history of the shop and that sort of thing. And, uh, and it was a nice start. And then I want to say like a 15 to 16 minute episode. Remember when episodes were 15 to 16 minutes? That's amazing. Yeah, I don't remember that either. But it did happen that's, once. That's amazing. For the first episode. Yeah. Episode five. The we int- might still be doing it if it's uh, if it was fifteen, 15 minutes. No, 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 we're we're, we're done. We're done. No. Don't give, don't give them that. Uh, episode five. Introduction. Tim the intern. How many of y'all remember Tim the intern? Timothy is a uh, PhD now. Yes. He is a professor, associate professor, I think. At, uh, he's, uh, he's a PhD. He's, he went to seminary. That's he's, right. He's got the little cap. He's got the cap stuff, and the and gown and everything he, else. He, he still wears in, it every he day. Writes in, uh, he writes in journals and all that. But yeah. Timothy's a great dear friend. Yeah, he lives in Kansas City. Actually. A- and can I tell you, you have to understand, so, so Timothy was the first of three interns that came on the show. The, le- the, the other two, once they came on the show, the show was a show. Timothy and the intern came in on episode five. Timothy and the intern did not like coming on Country Squire Radio. He still resents us. He still resents <laughs> us. He, it, it, he's not listening to this right now, but if he was, he would be hate listening to it right now. <laughs> y'all, all right, so I told me y'all probably don't remember, but we did like a 12 Days of Christmas in uh, the early days. I see Mark VV nodding. It was really bad. Is there Tiny Tim? No, we should have done that. We did Tiny Quinn, but that's, that's Quinn. in the future. That's, we'll talk that's about that later. That's in the future. Right. Uh, but yeah, he, uh, he, I, he begrudgingly came in over to my house to record that, and then I think I never saw him again after that. <laughs> 10 the intern, ladies and gentlemen. But that's the thing. After episode five, we got to run episode 10. This is when a big moment happened for us, and that is the Reddit community, the R type, uh, Pipe Tobacco. Some of y'all are on the R Pipe Tobacco community. Round of applause for the R Pipe Tobacco community. Do we have any Reddit, Redditors here? The Redditors, yeah. Folks. So they, they kind of, you know, started putting us on blast and people were talking about us. And all of a sudden, overnight, we were getting like, you know, a couple hundred to a couple thousand. And like it was jumping up, jumping up, jumping up to the extent where back then <laughs> it ran up our hosting to the extent that we couldn't afford the hosting. <laughs> like, like it went really fast. Now, nowadays you get hosting for nothing. But back then, like they would shut off your podcast, like they would shut off your phone bill. And if somebody tried to download it, you'd get a, this podcaster has not paid their bills. Like... <laughs> It was super embarrassing, <laughs> but we got it back I up and running. About that. Yeah, that was a long time ago. Epi- we, did, we didn't have two nickels to rub together. Man. No. <laughs> episode twelve to the depths. This was our first Halloween episode. Oh yeah. The concept was that we wanted to like take a look at pipe smoking villains, and so even the name to the depths uh, refers to Davy Jones because that's the kind of he says that line. Uh, Davy Jones's locker. He's, uh, no, Davy, but he was he was played by uh, Bill Nightly or something. I can't remember the guy's name, but anyway. Uh, but so we did Davy Jones specifically from the Pirates of the Caribbean interpretation, and we also did Saruman, which makes sense as you would do. Yeah. But here's the thing: that was our Halloween episode. It makes sense to do pipe smoking villains. Thing is, we very quickly got some feedback. How dare you talk about pipe-smoking villains? There are heroes that smoke a pipe. (laughs) Why didn't you talk about pipe-smoking heroes? And so, two weeks later, we create the infamous series, Heroes of the Bowl. Heroes of the Bowl. Heroes of the Bowl. You know, it really, as much as we struggled with it, like, it really was kind of one of my favorites, though. Oh, yeah. We just got to talk about interesting people. Oh, no, the concept is fantastic. No, No, the the concept's fantastic. The first ever Heroes of the Bowl, Reed Richards and Douglas MacArthur. Right. The concept was we would take somebody who from, from history and somebody from fiction, and we would kind of, you know, talk about these individuals and that sort of thing. As we've discussed before, people took problem with the hero's title because it's like that's kind of a, a loaded title to be able to put on just anybody that smokes a pipe. And then the other aspect was bowl. 
because people always told me it sounded like a toilet bowl. I don't know why <laughs> people's minds went there, but that's what they did. It's a pipe show. Of course it's a pipe bowl. Almost instantly after we released that series, we were like, we got to come up with a better name. Ten years later, or no, nine years later, I think we still didn't quite figure it out or get it right. We, we, we came up with the name, but then we got confused about the name. And then, That's well, it. yes. So let's talk about that. <laughs> so John David and I, last year, were in New Orleans, as y'all know, and we were recording all these episodes. We had this whole new series that we're going to introduce, and one of the big ones was what we, we're going to take the concept of Heroes the Ball, which we loved, and give it a more generic or broader name so we could talk about anybody, regardless of their hero, villain, just some person, or... Or if it was a thing, like we might talk about a boat or like a, I don't know, like a flag or a, a tent. I don't know. Anyway, the point was it was supposed to be broad enough so that we could cover a lot of different things. And so we called it, what do we call it? Legacies? Pipe smoking legacies? Legends of the pipe? Legends of the pipe. Those uh, uh, half a bowl histories. Half bowl history. Half a bowl history. That's what you said. You were like half a bowl history. You remember that? And then I was like, and then we got on air and I called it a half pipe history. Half pipe. That's what it was. And then you, you were, were like, half what are we going to like skateboarding or something? It was, oh man. <laughs> we were down at this like uh, hole in the wall restaurant right before we recorded that episode and we still couldn't come up with a name. So we just tossed it out and we said, we'll name it later. <laughs> and I think if I'm remembering correctly, uh, that was our, um, oh, the sailor. Popeye? No, not Popeye. <laughs> no, no, no. The uh, uh, oceanographer, explorer, Jacques Cousteau. Oh, Thank you. Cousteau. Yeah, yes. I remember that. Yeah, and so that we just named episode. the episode yeah. Jacques Cousteau, you know, <laughs> series pending. Uh, but yeah, so of course the Heroes of the Bowl kind of took on a life of its own. Tracking and packing. First Thanksgiving episode was episode 16. This is one of the most frustrating episodes for me because it's like, okay, we're going to talk about things and accessories for your pipes and how to store stuff and how to carry stuff. And... We're a podcast, and it's really hard to show something to someone <laughs> through a podcast. Right. And uh, it, it was always kind of hard. You're like, how do I describe this, like, dop kit that I'm going to put my pipes in? <laughs> well, it was always difficult. It, it, was a, it was a rough one, and un- yeah. it was kind of an unfortunate situation because tracking and packing the mindset was, okay, it's Thanksgiving, you're going to be traveling. You know, we get pipe questions all the time about yeah. how to travel with your pipes. What a great way to do it. Give it a, a centric, you know, episode unto itself. And then Thanksgiving came around again, and we're like, well, let's just do it again. And then it came around again. And let's do it. It got to the point where John David was pulling out these massive purses, these pipe purses. You remember that? But they work. They No, they work. They work, but I just don't know how to describe them. To it people. was getting rough. It was getting, it was getting a little rough. I, I was still, still like, I was still like, you know, a sock, a sock is great. You just pack it in a sock and you're no. like, no, here's a massive case. Dude, like, look, oh. It's got all these loops and stuff. Instead of putting your toothpaste in it, you stick your <laughs> pipe cleaner in there. <laughs> so we got, it got a little, uh, get a little high class. And uh, as we kept on going along, uh, episode 23, Art of Blending, War of the Roses. Okay. So this is a long time listeners may recall there was a little bit of like uh, some back and forth about a blend here at the Country Squire called Lancaster. All right. Now, Lancaster was a caramel blend. Right. That, uh, is, that we is, no longer It make. is no longer it with was, us. It was vanquished. It was vanquished. Uh, and, uh, of course, Lancaster, the historic household that was the enemy of the House of York. I took great offense to the fact that there would be a Lancaster pipe tobacco, <laughs> but not a, a York uh, pipe tobacco of some sort. And so the art of blending kind of started a little bit of a, a, a conversation around this concept. They would eventually go on to become the White Rose and, uh, and a, a celebrated pipe tobacco. Yeah, we still sell, still sell White Rose, sell a lot of it. There you yeah. go. Tobacco talk. All right. We're a pipe tobacco podcast. 
It took us 24 episodes to finally talk about tobacco. <laughs> How did that happen? How did that happen? First two uh, pipe tobaccos we talked about was Escudo and Hunting Creek. Yeah, yeah. We, we, you know, initially the idea was let's pick one from the market, right? One from the greater, like, oh, you can get this tobacco anywhere. And then we'll pick one from the Squire, yeah. right? We'll talk about, a, you know, one of our tobaccos that we blend here in the shop. And so, you know, I'm actually thinking about this. I'm really proud of it. Like, Escudo is one of the most picked apart tinned tobaccos out there everyone's smoked it everyone's tried it like you all everyone's got their opinions about it it's changed over time and it's like well do you mean the escudo from this year or this year that you know that all this stuff um and then but it's like no we we started with that it's like well if we're going to do this let's talk about escudo because everyone's talked about escudo yeah and it's still one of my favorites um hunting creek is one of our uh most complex blends it's an english aromatic it's got those uh you know tasting notes of of you know, vanilla and cream, but then it's got this Latakia that makes it, uh, you know, g- gives it some some depth and some weight. And um, yeah, I'm glad we did those two. Those are those are two good ones to do. All right, that was episode 24. This next one makes me so happy. You know, so many times there's been a series that I kind of feel is a little self-serving that I really enjoy that I don't know that that many people enjoy, but some of y'all enjoy, and that's the Pirates and Pipe Tobacco series. Yeah, and I always feel like I like wedge this in somewhere over time. We started the pipes, uh, the pirates and pipe tobacco series back on episode twenty-seven. See, that's a lot earlier than I thought. That's a lot earlier than that's I thought because in my mind that kind of developed later. It did. But, well, yeah. so originally it was because this article that came out about this like discovered pirate ship and on the pirate like like as they were unearthing it or unwatering it or whatever it is, you know, they were bringing it to the surface. They found all of these cases, like cases and cases of clay pipes. And I was like, oh, man, this is like two of my loves coming together. This is, this is beautiful. And so we did an, our first episode there. And I enjoyed the concept so much and talked you into it enough that we ended up turning it into a little bit of a thing over time. It was time. great. It was great. It was I, I, really, I really enjoyed I learned a lot through that and had a lot of fun. It, it, was, was, it was special for me, too, to see something that, like, you know, Bo loves the pipe. And we connected through the pipe and the shows about the pipe. But to see something that Bo is really passionate about and that just really, you know, lights you up, like... It, it was neat to it. it was neat to see something that Bo could really really take into, and those were those were some very memorable episodes. Yeah, it was fun. They man. were okay. Episode thirty one, the first Squire Select. Now, which we did just did our last Squire. We select. we just did our last. We Squire paired it with barbecue with that barbecue. I actually haven't eaten yet. Okay, <laughs> I'm so hungry. <laughs> Once again, this is just continuing the theme of like started from the bottom. Now we're down here somehow. <laughs> okay, our first ever Squire Select. This is what we had. The first one ever. The, bur- the first one ever. And remember, we were broke. Buffalo Trace, Talisker 10, and Blanton's <laughs> on our first ever Squire Select. Was that the month I missed my light? How did we afford that? <laughs> That's what I don't understand. It makes absolutely no sense. Now, this is interesting. I'm curious if you would still do this pairing because you paired Blanton's with Baker Street. Yeah. Buffalo Trace with Cherokee. Yeah. Talisker 10 with Cornishman. I stand by all that. Okay. Yeah. Just, just making sense. Yeah, no, that's yeah, good. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that, that, was, that was before my time. There what you the- go. All right. Episode 40. <laughs> episode 40, Pipe Culture. Now, Pipe Culture is an important series, I think, for, you know, I think in really defining Country Squire Radio's voice in the community, or at least I'd like to think that's the I, case. I would agree with that. I think, you know, people, you know, pipe smokers tune in, we, we give reviews and we talk about products, but like... I kind of think our bent on on that has been probably the most influential thing or you know at least the most talked about part of of our of our you know 
I don't know, catalog or whatever. But <laughs> right. yeah, you know, th- those pipe culture episodes, I, those, those were, those were really an important part of our DNA. Yeah. 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 Okay. Do y'all, do y'all remember the, did y'all listen to the hipster one? Everybody listen to the hipster one? Yeah. Okay. So we did pipe culture <laughs> hipsters and man, that was, the, that might have been the first time that we had a, we got tore up. I got a, like a real controversial episode because yeah. Yeah. the reality is, is like, you know, the heroes thing, we got some feedback on about the title and everything. Okay. You know, this is just good, good, like suggestions, mostly coming in love. But when, when, we, when we just put hipsters in the title, people didn't listen to the episode. <laughs> they just saw hipsters in it. So, so what we got, and the Pipe Culture series as a whole got a lot of this flag. It was like, why are you trying to put us in a box? And it's like, we're not, it's, no, it's, it's, a, it's a broad study of the, the, <laughs> of the space. Look at the various aspects of the culture surrounding the pipe. We're not trying to define that. We're trying to analyze that. There's two different things. They came out of their skinny jeans Man. to choke you in their dreams. <laughs> Then there was the ones like how like how you know everybody's talking about the hipsters and everything else like yo we this is a pipe podcast we're hipsters we're not talking about you we're talking about us so that was always kind of interesting to get the uh, the pushback on that one it, it's kind of funny I'll, I'll just mention real yeah. quick one of our our guests that we're honored to have today Adam Floyd with Get Pipe Podcast recently had an experience on his show where like he got some pushback and it, and you know his show is it's kind of probably Adam was it one of the first times you got that was that kind of you know, some. I just have really thin skin, so everything. Bro, me too. Oh, yeah, it's, it's right here. Yeah, no, I'm not like Mr. <laughs> thin skin, but like it was so. It, you, you know, I'm listening to Adam. I'm getting into his show. Our show's going away, and so I've been like, man, I need to listen to more podcasts. You know, and so I've been listening to Adams, and I've been actually listening to Brian some too because I just you I, listen to Brian. I, I'm desperate. I need oh, wow. I need content. Oh wow. And um, okay. but anyway, it's been really fun to kind of engage in that because I I don't until recently I just haven't listened to podcast. I can probably count the podcasts of hours. You don't listen to our podcast. I probably count our episodes that I've listened to on four fingers. And it's probably the last four episodes. And it's probably been the last four episodes. <laughs> but it's so funny. I was listening to Adams. He was like dealing with this pushback and being honest about it and also kind of giving his perspective to, you know, it's really, really a good way you did it. And I was like, uh, man, I remember that first time that we kind of got nailed. And like, I felt that. And I was like, people don't love me anymore. <laughs> I just thought it was hilarious. Yeah, you, you're, you're what you're like the velociraptor. There you, you go. Got thick skin, yeah. You know? Speaking of which, we'll be talking about that in a minute. <laughs> pipe Smoking 101, the first ever Pipe Smoking 101. It took us like almost a year to do one of these. And it's like the most obvious thing. So yeah. many people are writing in. We've got the question at this point, the pipe question of the week that we introduced into it. Yeah. And really, it was a great opportunity. There was kind of this balance where where, you know, after some time, you feel like you have to kind of represent the, you know, the knowledge base that's present on the show. But the reality is there's so many people in that kind of entry level mindset that are just trying to ask, you know, what some of us might consider basic questions, but are pretty big questions because you're trying to get, get that first leg up. So Pipe Smoking 101 was a great opportunity to do that. And it was also kind of clickbaity. So it always ended up being the Pipe Smoking 101 series, probably our most downloaded series. No, they are because people, when they're looking, they're new pipe smokers and like, what can help me with this? Yeah. I don't have a country squire in my town. Like, where do I go to find out about like how to do this? Yeah. And then they find those episodes and, and they, uh, you know, I think they were really helpful. I, I was honestly honored by the people that were like, man, you'd help me so much figure out how to get past this thing. And some of these people would call me on the phone after the episode and be like, is this what you meant? Is this what you meant? It yeah. Was, can we, can really we talk neat. about the fact that this is, this is really, really weird. Most podcasts don't have a public phone number where you can just call <laughs> at any time, but the country squad, John David, especially at, like in the early days of the show, like picking up, people would call the shop nonstop 
just to talk to John David. And if that was you, you apologize. To this <laughs> no, no, you apologize to this the man. No, if you're going to call up his shop, you need to buy something. No, 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 no. I don't, I, Look, the the, the 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 people that are here, the people that are here that use the phone. To call me like they, they're they're friends. There's a reason he hired another JD. Okay, he made that whole joke, <laughs> but he's like like yeah I'm J- yeah I'm JD. If I'm, you know I'm totally some more, if you know some more JDs, like we're trying to collect them uh-huh. all, kind of like Pokemon. Pokemon, we want to yeah. get all of them and just collect them. <laughs> so we just have them on the have them around the around the shop. I will say though the on the on the one on one thing like look uh, you know I know the pipe uh, content creators that are already here probably know this all very well but anybody that's looking to get in the space it's just a wonderful way yeah to you know present some knowledge as long as you are yeah. knowledgeable about it and can do so in a way that introduces somebody kind of with the tenderness that you know is required with somebody who's trying to pick up and light a pipe and figure out all the complicated yeah. things yeah. of this really beautiful community and make it accessible and yeah. easy to get into and on you know let's make the onboarding process just right all right, right? so that's the first year of country. Squire Radio, all of those episodes are, you know, lost to time, except for, you know, for our patrons who've been able to enjoy them. Let's talk about a couple of like really important uh, milestone moments here. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. October 2015, the New Orleans Pipe Show. This was big. This, this was when all of a sudden the aha moment really happened for John David. Yeah. I didn't get it. I was like, why are we doing this? Like, I know people are listening they call occasionally and all this kind of stuff, but we went to New Orleans and there was an international pipe show, and people were there from all over. All over. And it was the one and only New Orleans pipe show. And, you know, I'm hoping it'll come back at some point. I think, I think there's a good chance it, it will. But it was the only one and only. But it's, a, it's New Orleans. New Orleans is such a cool place. And so people are like, I want to go to New Orleans for a pipe show. You know, that sounds awesome. We went to the Parique Factory, all that stuff. But when we went there, I had, I had 75-year-old men, not 75-year-olds, but 70 Five year old men. <laughs> I think okay, you get it. Yeah, <laughs> I had these old older men come up to me and they were like, "Man, I've been searching for content like this related to the pipe for years." I I had this guy I can't remember his name and I'm ashamed about that, but like, man, he was from Pennsylvania. I think he, I think he was from Pittsburgh, and he came up to me and hugged me and he was like, "Man, thank you." Like my wife and I, like every. Tuesday night, I think we were coming out with the shows at that point. He was like, every night, like, this is what we do. I pour a glass of wine for each of us. We sit on the patio. I smoke my pipe. And we listen to you. And that's the first time I had that experience Mm. in person with someone. And I realized, like, people are listening to this. Like, it it, it really blew my mind. That was at the Parikh Farm, right? It was... um, I wasn't... it was at the Parikh Farm. I think it was at the Parikh Farm. It was at the Parikh Farm. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. it, 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 not the farm. The uh, at where they process. Well, it. yeah, the process. Uh, La Poche. Right. Yeah, right, but right, anyway, right. Uh, it was. Um, man, that was special. Yeah, and and, and you know, I, Brian, you probably remember some of your first experiences like that too, like where you realize, like, oh crap, people are actually desperate enough to tune into this. <laughs> <laughs> well, p- people are listening and they're yeah. connecting with it in a really a really powerful way. Yeah. Right. New, yeah. So New Orleans was really special. We also as part of that trip kind of had a, a meetup that we hosted at the Cigar Factory, which I yeah. absolutely love in the French Quarter in New Orleans and if you've never uh, been, highly recommend. And a lot of folks it was great. We just kind of held court there and got a chance to meet some folks. Yeah. I got to take people to Frenchman Street and show them some different places, give them some good food yeah. and uh, you know, kind of do a real quick walk through like, okay, go here, go here, go here. And now it's like, all right, now all the good music's in like three or four different locations like right down the street, but it's all it's, you know, a whole other thing. But anyway, yeah. Yeah. back then too, people were always writing into the show cuz they wanted to know where to go in New Orleans. I actually had to keep a like a folder 
like a Google Drive folder with all of my New Orleans recommendations because we were getting a lot of those emails all the time just because we, we, we enjoy New Orleans and we love to big up them even though, uh, you know, we're right here in Jackson. Now, here's the thing. 2015 was New Orleans. 2016 was Chicago. The first time that we went to the Chicagoland Pop sh- Pop Pipe Show, and yep. we didn't just go-go. We were there with a table right at the front, like the entryway. Yeah, we broadcasted. Yeah. From, from the show, we were right up front, and they asked us to be, to be right there, and we were pulling people. Uh, I, I was starstruck. Look, this is the thing. We, especially like a lot of y'all content creators today, what y'all don't understand is like when you're right there at the front entrance of the Chicago Pipe Show in 2016, everybody comes up to you and says, so what's a podcast? <laughs> Oh, y'all are on the radio. Okay, all right, all right. Uh, People asked us what station. What on station the radio. y'all on? Yeah. <laughs> so how do People I get from that? Chicago? Don't talk like that. But, no, you're you know, right. right. You're right. It was the general energy is what I was trying to convey there. No, but that really was. It was an amazing experience to be able to come out and uh, and meet yeah. some amazing folks and kind of see yeah. the state. I remember uh, connecting with Brian out there. I think that was the first time that we actually met in person. In person. In yeah. person. No, no, because he came by the shop. Oh he no, at the, the New Orleans beforehand. show that we the year before. But you yeah. came by the shop before the New Orleans show because I remember right. meeting you in the shop. That's the right. two of y'all sitting together was kind of a moment. But yeah, so Chicago Pipe Show was amazing and really was getting a chance to meet some of our listeners from out in that yeah, area as that well. Yeah, that was special. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, 2017, already made mention of this, but the uh, International Pipe Club is born and that is really what launched us to the next level yeah. and really kept us going. That yeah. was To say that was kind of a, a breakable, a potentially breakable moment for the show is perhaps an understatement. We knew when we were launching that Patreon that it was going to be a big ask for you guys to, to support us and to kind of keep it on the air. But literally, it, if, if we were stunned, if the support wasn't there, the show wasn't going to be there much longer. And the support came and like y'all really... It was, a, it was an emotional episode when we did that one because we did it live and we did it from the old shop. And I remember very specifically, before <laughs> the words were out of my mouth explaining everything, Ding. we already had our first club member. Do you remember who it was? It was Russ Hicks. Yeah. Who can't, I, I, who can't he's, be here He's today. not here today, Russ really wants to be here today, but he can't. can't no, and today. Russ, of course, yeah. has been featured on the show. Dear, dear friend. Since, but yeah. like, I will never forget that 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 validation that like in that moment just was like that. it was so powerful just and like uh, and so many people awesome. followed suit very quickly thereafter oh y'all it's emotional i'm sorry <laughs> i'm awesome. getting getting a little choked up here 2018 uh, february 2018 mcclellan exits the uh, the the industry and uh, we did a, an episode called end of the era not because of that but it was actually at the same time so it was kind of a, an appropriate title for that episode where we where we announced it uh, shortly thereafter, we did an episode that was called Life After McClellan. That was in 2018. We'll talk about that more in just a moment. July, you know what? No, let's talk about it now. Let's talk about it. Get it out. It. Let's get it out. Okay. <laughs> uh, so a couple years ago, y'all might recall we did a little episode, The McClellan Legacy. This was an episode that was a long time in the making. And it's kind of hard to really kind of state why that episode need to happen. We had a lot of love and respect for McClellan, for the products they made, for the talent that was behind behind the scenes. But we had heard from a lot of pipe shops, and I'd heard from John David, and I'd, as I traveled around and met different pipe shop owners, heard so many times about how the way in which they exited really did damage to the industry, specifically to these mom-and-pop tobacconists that were out there. And nobody was talking about this. No, like they, they, nobody, they did not feel represented. They would, they would constantly hear kind of the, the celebration of McClellan 
and Mike specifically, and this is all happening while they've been struggling, they've been hurt by this, and it was something that really bothered me, something that had to really be given voice to. It, you can think about this industry is such a niche industry, and we're talking about these tobacconists who are a niche group within this niche industry, and they were affected in a way that even their customers didn't understand. And so, like, the, and it's one of those situations where it was very important to me that this is an episode that we had to the point where I kept on bringing this up whenever, you know, I would travel and, and I'd hear stories. People I'm like, I didn't want to do it. We're going to do this episode. I didn't want to do it. You didn't want to do it at first. Just let let dogs lie. Kind so of thing. I wouldn't I didn't want to do it. a gift came in the form of John David's children because John David's children took John David off the show for a couple of weeks. And the insane people got a hold of the asylum. And so me and Russ, a couple years ago, recorded an episode of Country Squire Radio. You didn't even tell me about it, did you? That no one has ever heard before. And it was, right, it was the first version of the McClellan legacy. And as I listened to the episode, the only thing I could think of is, John David is going to kill me. <laughs> If they don't kill him first. <laughs> and so we realized that the energy behind that episode needed the John David effect. It needed, it needed a little bit more of that respect, a little bit more of, you know, the, the tenderness. But also in this, I was re-listening to this episode specifically before this show because I, I hold it up as one of the most important episodes of Country Squire Radio that we've ever put out. And your tenderness in that episode to pay respect to somebody who was very talented. That was well well deserved respect. Well, well deserved so respect much, to his talent. So much mixed emotions about it all. But you opening up about the way that impacted you and hearing from tobacconists, some represented in this room right now, who felt seen and heard by what you said and the way that you said it was so powerful. Y'all, we still get messages from people, from some people from behind the scenes in the McClellan organization about how appreciative they are for that show. It's, I know for so many of you, you're like, oh, okay, that's interesting. Well, you know, I, I kind of found McClellan afterwards. It's, yeah. there, there was a sense in which, and again, I, you know, I'm the people pleaser, super codependent, you know, just like, oh, you're upset? Oh, let me refill your drink. You know? <laughs> I want everyone to be happy. But, um, so that was difficult for me to do that. Yeah. But it was also very cathartic because that was, a, that was a really difficult season, and I, I kind of felt like I was able to process it with you, but yeah. also show some light to the people out there that were also affected by it. Yeah. So, yeah, so in the end, I'm, I'm proud we did it. I think it's good content. I think it was necessary, but it was hard. Yeah. That was hard. Well, and so the, there was some pushback, but there was a lot of support from the industry. One person yeah. I really do want to highlight is Brian Levine. I know we've mentioned him several times, and there's a reason for that. But Brian, you know, really stood behind us. He was like, look, they've got, they, can, they can say whatever they want to say on their show, and I, I respect what they're saying, and I stand behind them. And let me tell you something. I wasn't going to do this right now, Brian. I know, I brought, at some point, I know you want to say some things to us and that sort of thing. I'm going to give you an opportunity later. But Brian Levine is just one of the weirdest human beings on the planet. <laughs> this man right here, if you are ever so lucky to have your number one competitor be Brian Levine, let me tell you, that is a gift. Because there has never That's been true. anybody that I've had as a rival that I respect so much. I'm being That's dead true. serious. That's true. The great thing is, and we got to talk about this, the way in which we met Brian Levine is kind of interesting because it was before we met Brian Levine. This is a story I actually like to tell people. This is great. When we, uh, when I, the, it's never really been shared on the mic. I don't even mic. know if he remembers this. He probably doesn't, which is why I'm a little nervous <laughs> telling this story right now. 
So let, I'm gonna I'm gonna praise him pretty hard. But here's the thing. No, 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 Brian, no. <laughs> Not okay. Sit, boo boo, <laughs> sit. <laughs> so we had just done an episode, or at least a question was answered on the topic of Ladaki and Parikh. John David had said something about the processing behind said Latakia and Perique. Now, I was very young in my uh, pipe tobacco knowledge. I'm still pretty young in my pipe tobacco knowledge, <laughs> if I'm being totally honest. But John David had said something about the process and everything that apparently Brian disagreed with or had said something like, this was said and now people think this and I don't think that was right. Now, he never called us out by name. He never mentioned the show. He never mentioned Don Do you remember that? Do you remember this? You don't remember it a bit. That's the the healthiest way to do it. That is the healthiest (laughs) way to do it. So I started getting emails from folks like, Brian Levine is calling y'all out. And I'm like, oh my gosh, who is Brian Levine? (laughs) That literally happened. Now, Pipes the Pipes Magazine, it's, it's calling you out. calling us out. That's really how we were introduced. We were like, we were like, I was like, oh, oh, no. The, oh, that Brian Levine. Oh, oh, Pipes <laughs> Magazine. And so I am initially first, like, I'm like, oh, my gosh, we put out wrong information. Like, we've got to, like, okay, this is a good opportunity for us to kind of own our mistake, kind of demonstrate that, yeah. you know, and, and be, you know. I remember, Adam? Yeah, you know, you be, know how that is. Be good, you know, to, to, to uh, do the right thing here. So, you know, we're messaging <laughs> back and forth. I was like, okay, uh, you know, what did you say? I was like, oh, I said this. I was like, okay, were, were you wrong? And you're like, no. I wasn't wrong. No. Do, do I need to explain what we're talking about? I'm Let, still right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, I mean, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. If you want to see. It's, it's very nerdy. When you eat a pickle, that wasn't grown as a pickle plant. There is no pickle plant. You don't grow. There's no pickle tree. There's no, you know, I mean, you, you just don't have that unless you're Dr. Seuss or something. And when you, there is no Latakia plant. There is no Perique plant like the the Latakia comes through a process and Perique there's a Periquing process that that turns a strain of burley into this beautiful spicy nicotine laden leaf and there and you don't you don't just have that and so there's a leaf native to the Middle East called the Shek El Bent plant it's so nerdy and it becomes Latakia through people burning indigenous woods and and then, you know, exposing the leaf to that. and But there is no Latakia plant. And that is true and has always been true. Well, so this was the general <laughs> conversation. And there is you- no pickle plant. <laughs> you have a cucumber, you make a pickle out of a cucumber. So I tell John David the next day, I was, so we're like, hey, we're, I actually go to your house and we talk about this. We have a summit. Stand there by. There is a, stand by. at this point, there's a Pipes Magazine radio, Country Squire radio cold war that nobody knows about. <laughs> Not even Brian Levine, apparently. But this is what was going down. So we decided, like, okay, we're going to get together. And, uh, you know, next episode, we're going to start it off. And I'm just, you know, whatever the topic is, yada, yada, yada. I'm going I'm to say, John David, you know, a couple weeks ago, you had said this thing. There's been some discussion about it. And, you know, some, some folks think that maybe that wasn't right. Do you want to reiterate what you said last time? And he said it just like that, as nerdy as he just said. And this was the Cold War that existed between us and Brian Levine. Now, this is the thing. We were scared of Brian Levine. A little bit. I mean, a, look at it. A little bit. A little bit. He could squash us with his foot, and he knows it. So you got you to gotta, you gotta, you gotta recognize the respect here. And so we're like, okay, we just, we just had this whole back and forth thing. There's a couple of different ways you can go with this. And we're like, I think, I think we need to kill this man with kindness. <laughs> <laughs> 
And so we were like, you know what? Never will you ever hear us say a bad word about Brian Levine. Oh, we'll give him a hard time, and God knows he does the same thing to us. But never will you hear us say a bad word for Brian Levine. And one of the things that, that was before we got to know him, and the great thing is we got to know him, this man embraced us, took us under his wing in so many different ways. And so it's such an interesting way how the the uh, the rivalry kind of started yeah. and how it's evolved into this really good thing. We pushed each other. Uh, we uh, Both of our shows, I think, have been made better by that. And like I said, like who else can say that their top rival is going to show up well, to dance on their grave. Is that what he's here That's doing? That's what he's here That's doing. That's what he's doing. <laughs> you came to our final show to dance. I don't know. But to be here to, to show that kind of uh, love, appreciate, and respect. So, Brian, thank you. Round of applause again give, for Brian. Can we give Brian a round of applause? Right. And if That's you're right. listening, of course, um, you know, please listen to the please listen to the Pipes Magazine That's radio right. show. Brian said the other day, he's like, I'm just glad y'all are ending. But he's also like, i kind of jealous because i got to keep doing this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, retire. We, we got to, how did we get to retire before you? That's the crazy thing. Uh, 2018, one last time from the old shop. That's right. Yeah, so one of the things that you may notice is kind of uh, once we, we leave from here, y'all will be able to see the shop, hang out there. Two doors down or one door down? If you go into the liquor store at the end of this row right here, right the liquor way, store, yeah. they have a wine area that's to the to the far, what's that, the left, it'd, far left? be the right. Uh, your other right. You know, when you're going in, it's your left, yes. Yeah, and so when where all their wine is right there, that's where the Country Squire started. That's that right. used to be our shop in that area. As a matter of fact, their storeroom in the back still smells like <laughs> cigar ash <laughs> and um, to this day. But uh, that's where the Country Squire was. The, the liquor store needed to expand, and then we did too, and so we moved, moved into our existing space. And the rest is history. There you so, go. And we're bursting at the seams now. So, Man, this is great too. So that, that was in uh, 2018. 2019 monumental moment for us because 2019 <laughs> Ewoks Brian Levine also this was Brian Levine's idea I feel like this needs to be stated I think it's appropriate that it comes down we had said something about I think I said there was no pipe smoking in Star Wars Brian Levine was like <laughs> Ewoks and I was like ooh Ewoks so we did an episode entitled oh. Ewoks so when I, we talk about controversial episodes of, of Country Squire Radio, Ewoks seem to divide everybody right down the middle as to whether or not that was an appropriate topic for a pipe tobacco podcast. I don't even think it was a divide. I think it was you and me and then everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> no, that show got a lot of love, man. That show got a lot of love. It got a lot of hate, but it got a lot of love. And it needs to be stated. It was so shameful. Here's something else that happened in uh, here's something else that happened in 2019. Episode 300. Yeah. Now, episode 300 was really special for us because we got to celebrate it with our good friends at Missouri Meerschaum. That's right. <laughs> Back then, uh, for episode 300, John David got a chance to sit down with Phil, uh, who is at the time the general manager there. Today, we would like to invite the current general manager up here for a few moments to, uh, to sit down at episode 500 with John David. Come on, Shannon. Come on, Shannon. Yep. Y'all, Shannon, that, thank you for coming on. Of course, you know, we have a long history with Missouri Meersham. You know, so such a big part of the reason we've been able to continue to do what we've done has been because of your support. Thank and, you um, so and, much. And it, I feel like, and I've said this multiple times to you and your father, who, you know, was GM before, and I, I feel kind of like... I even remember him. You, you remember him? I do. Feels I, great. He is. But, you know, it, it's one of those things where I feel like we were... I feel like we were a part of y'all's team, you know, like you, you didn't just sponsor the show. Like you included us as a, really as a part of our, your staff almost not, I mean, 
we just had this cohesive amount. The, the DNA of our businesses, my business, your business, our show, is so tight-knit and so close together. It is. We even have you on our website. You do? Yeah. Did you not know that? No. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you do. Yeah, we do. You should definitely go to the, you know, our story and underneath and even for the wholesale, you were on there. Yeah, Country Squire's on, on our website. Uh, that is so our funny. Website. Yeah. That is so funny. I, I can't you know, believe you don't go there. I, well, I... <laughs> Uh, yes, you are a part of our staff now. We're going to have to have a talk later. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly. We're going to have to. I, I've got some repenting to do. But, um, you know, it, it is neat, though. Like, we, we really, because our DNA is, as businesses are so similar, we was, it was just from the very beginning a perfect mesh. And that's something that came out of New Orleans, too, Bo. Uh, was that yes I remember where, where you got linked up with these guys and mm-hmm. it just um, it, it flourished so anyway we, we have just been so proud to be a mouthpiece for all the incredible things that you guys do for the pipe community and I tell you what if there's a pipe show you know the, it, Missouri Mearsham is going to be there and they are going to support the new pipe smoker and the learned pipe smoker and all in between and you guys have just been so supportive. I mean, you know, when pipe shows were in question because of all the crazy stuff going on in this country, who was consistent but Missouri Mearsham? And we, we as a community just thank you so much for what you do. Well, and we greatly appreciated you guys through this entire time and all of the different segues. And uh, I just want you guys to know that we were listening the entire time. And we, we do have a small gift for both of you. The first one, of course, would be for... Bo, because I we we got the hint. We I'm going to tell you we got. Is the it hint. a is it a muzzle? Can uh-huh. you give Bo no. a muzzle? No, that's I, I left that for. Oh, that's you. me. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you gotta shut out this bag. This is a beautiful. Man, Missouri beer—they actually make these gorgeous bags. It's just a multi-purpose bag that are like it is like a kind of a canvas <laughs> thing, you know. Yeah, and, um, yeah, burlap. They're you know, a little burlap and, yeah, you know, thing, so but they're really it's beautiful. The gift that keeps it's a Tiberius. She got me a Tiberius. <laughs> I did. I did. I did. Like I said, we got the hint. Yes. We got the Look hint. That's great. We got Look the hint. Sorry, I got to take your mic. This is like... The stem work on this thing is incredible, isn't it? That's, that, is, that is awesome. I wanted to definitely make sure you got one, and then I, I got you a little gift also. Shannon and, just uh, handed me this bag. Oh my gosh! This is a reverse calabash we're going to be coming out with uh, no way. within the next couple of weeks, and I wanted to make sure you got one. You're debuting I given it. You one, but no, I mean no, that no. what definitely this I got the, the right hint. Thing. Yes, you're so. debuting this right now on the yes, show. Yes, correct. So correct. she has just handed me a gorgeous yes, yes. reverse the calabash. Name of that is the Cadell. The Cadell. The Cadell. Okay. Mm-hmm. One so. thing I noticed about this pipe, now it's kind of a, it's a. It's a you got a picture with this and there's barbecue the in the background. It's fitting. So, very, it's very, a corn cob. It, well, the corn with right. the barbecue. Right. That's what we were missing. Exactly. Right. So, so this is really neat. One thing I notice about this pipe, it's chunky. It's it kind of a nose warmer. Mm-hmm. But Shannon, is the is the shank of this actually a cob yes, it also? Is. Wow. Yes, it so is. So that's something that's interesting. You know, a lot of times you see on Missouri Meerschaums they don't have the 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 shank portion as a. Uh, cob as well but here you do yes yes and we rebranded last year so that is in the elite line hmm. oh really so, yeah. okay so well i noticed the stem the, is really high quality yes, too right yes yes so you'll notice that's the great. sticker so that's our elite line sticker so but i wanted you to have one thank you so, from us and you know our love for you too is endless that's so i'm kind. going to say so thank you and uh you know we'll be friends forever so we will. that's just we how will. it is it's know. awesome thank you so, so much well you know we always say to take a selfie 
you know, I think we got to take a selfie right now with Shannon. Let's do it. Let's, let's do that. <laughs> with all y'all in the background, too. Perfect. Thank you, Shannon. Shannon, thank thanks for coming for on. Oh, that's great. We're so glad you're here. No problem. All right. Y'all give thanks to Shannon for coming. I'm so glad. I'm so honored to have one of these. That's amazing. I got That's a amazing. You've been wanting I've, that I've wanted this You've for been so that long. <laughs> this is beautiful. It looks like they've... Um, oh, my gosh. It's kind of a brindled stem, almost like a almost like a Cumberland-style stem. That's really, really pretty. Oh, so man. looking forward to smoking that. I might, I might smoke that this afternoon. All right. There's put one my, other... Put my Cartman pipe to the side. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, man. We, uh, so there's, there's a couple more things we got to do here, man. Yep. We got a couple more things. But there's one individual that, that could not be here um, that we, we need to really give a shout out for. This person, or well, this entity, I should say, was uh, born uh, February 19th of 2020. And of course, I'm referring to Pipe Smoking Steve. Pipe Smoking Steve, the International Pipe Smoking Day Velociraptor, drives around in a magical country squire, handing out church wardens, McClelland. And a scudo with like the crystals on it and all that kind of good stuff to all of the good pipe smokers who if put out there. If you were good. If you were good. And if you were bad, John David? I can't remember. He gives you the hamster cage. Oh, the hamster cage. The hamster tobacco. cage right. pipe tobacco. <laughs> My goodness. Anyway, pipe smoker Steve, born 2020. Weird that that thing took such a life of its own in such a short amount of time. But we've gotten such amazing like pipe smoking Steve art over the last couple of years, which has been really kind of cool and fun to see. So may he continue to live on long past Country Squire Radio. <laughs> Uh, maybe he'll make an appearance in, in other in other media. Yeah, it's knows? really cool. Our friends from Canada, Kayla and Ben, that came down. Kayla actually drew. Did you do it on your way down here? Or yeah, on her way down here, she did a pencil drawing of pipe smoking Steve hanging up in the shop. And right, it's hanging up in the shop uh, next to our letter from Pilgrim Zach that is not decipherable. <laughs> and um, 
So if you'd like to see it, it's in there. He's got a monocle. He's so cute. So I can't believe you forgot the hamster cage because honestly, one of the favorites from the fans has been the hamster cage series. Now, it's funny because not only has from the hamster cage with love, but also the pipe shop fails series. When I ask people what their favorite shows are, why do y'all pick those? Those are so negative. (laughs) What does that say about us as, as humanity? But no, that's what everybody says. They always go to the hamster cage with love and the pipe shop fails. But... On the, other, on the flip side, one of the favorite series has been the How to Train Your Palette series, which I think really kind of expanded. I had a lot of fun with yeah. that. I, I really did. That was one of my most um, probably proud series as a, as a professional, you know, yeah. the, the research that went into it and the thought that went into it. I, I, I had a lot of fun with that. It yeah. was, it was a was, good one. That was great. It was good one. It was recommended yeah. from one of the elders of my church, and uh, he was thrilled that we did, what, 25 of those episodes, was it? Like a, I don't know. It 50, wasn't that many, but probably felt like it. <laughs> it was a lot of them. All right. Over the years, we've had a lot of fun. We come up with some fun, uh, I was like to say, punny names. We had Hello Castello. We had Kamoi Meets World. Do or DIY. Cobfoolery. Yeah, Kamoi Meets World was pretty good. Uh, Dishing on Cavendish. Lunch This Way. Attack of the Dunhill Clones, which I'd forgotten about until very That's recently. Good. That was good. That was fun. You know, yeah, yeah, Dunhill yeah. clone tobaccos, yeah. We had I Heart Stokeby. We had Tamp That Ash. That Tamp was that, ash. That, that took on a life of its own, unfortunately. Tamp That Ash. Breaking Briar was one that we liked so much, we apparently used that one twice. Once during the first hundred, and <laughs> actually, I think the second one was during the first hundred, too, which is really bad. Stim Long and Prosper, a look at Vulcanite. <laughs> that was good. That was good. Stim that was long and prosper. Stim long and prosper. I'll look at Vulcanite. I'll look at Vulcanite. That's so good. That's so good. I think that was good. Then this one I thought was creative. I I don't think it landed with everybody. It was the abstract nature of cinema smoking vessels, which was our look at Wes Anderson. Oh, yeah. I thought that was fairly clever. But I know that's more like a clever type of response as opposed to laugh out loud. And then, of course, you know, probably (laughs) our most celebrated episode, Benches Be Trippin', which was the long history (laughs) legacy of enjoying your pipe on a park bench. (laughs) Benches Be Trippin'. No, 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 no. But could you imagine... Could you imagine what that show would have been? He was, wanted it. I did. He wanted it. I did. He wanted to work it in. Every single about, day. We talked about all these cool places we smoke a pipe, from the leather chair, from your <laughs> patio and all this stuff. He's like, benches be tripping. Yeah. It would have been great. I just I wanted somebody to trip over the bench in front of the squire before we recorded, and then we'd be able to work it in, and it never happened. So here at episode 500, That's there so it is. so ridiculous. Uh, okay. Personal reflections, man. All right, we 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 bring it on home. Everybody's been here for uh, for a long while. They're ready to get out there and smoke the pipe. We got we got yeah. A few few personal things. I think we should we should kind of work yeah, uh, work through. Top five personal favorites for you episodes. I I I think as far as I, I don't have an order, but as far as the most fun I've had on on the show, the pipe shop fails episode <laughs> always has to come at the very top. Um, always uh, think to. About about the McClelland episode that we did, I, I, that was that was a proud moment of mine yeah. because in in some ways it really forced me to step out of my box a, a little bit. So it, 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 I'd had to kind of get my wits about me to to make that one happen. And then you know, oddly enough, the the last I was proud of you for that one. Well, thank you. No, I really was. I know I like talked about it a lot I before, but like that. honestly, I was really proud of you because yeah. it it did. It like was it really was hard very like unlike John David yeah. to weigh into such a heavy topic like yeah, that. It was hard for me. And he like of all the people on the mic, he was the one taking the most risk. Like the like it, yeah. I'm proud of you for that. Well, I, I appreciate that. I, I 
I still have so many feelings about it that I'd like to quit talking about it. Okay, now. fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't really have five episodes. I have four. Uh, the other two are the uh, are very recent episodes, mm-hmm. and uh, and they were episodes about our uh, our faith, mm-hmm. and then also uh, our most recent episode that discussed uh, integrity. And you know, I guess when you're on your way out the door, you kind of have a little license to maybe say just whatever you want to say. And it's like what, you know, you start thinking about like, what are you going to leave people with? You know, if, if my kids listen to this and I'm not going to make any more episodes of this, like what, you know, they, they stumble upon some of these down the road. Like, what are you going to, what are you going to, what are they going to hear? You know? And, um, and th- those two really were, uh, were precious to me. And I, I'm glad I got to do that. And I'm, I'm honored that our, most of our listeners were, kind enough to let us weave in some of those interesting topics that weren't directly related to the pipe yeah. and um i had a lot of fun with that it was very meaningful so yeah that's good yeah I, I, what, many, what, what about you many of the exact same i think you got to bust it out show them the integrity like when we did the integrity episode and john david revealed his tattoo like the dramatic nature of it on the podcast he just right boom whipped out the integrity like it was it was very it was a moment in the show i think it's been interesting talking to some of y'all and how y'all actually like y'all felt kind of what we were feeling in that moment and everything else it was really cool it was it was it was a very special episode it was a, it was a sweet time for me so that's the thing for me yeah integrity uh faith and uh mcclelland those three very much up there i gotta throw in uh, you know i gotta throw in the monet i love our monet episode like i, I think it's just a it, we had so much fun working on that one and it was just a, a fun character from history to kind of go into and then calico jack the millennial pirate that was awesome that was yeah, so I, much I had fun. a lot of fun with that one it was very yeah. cathartic i, I enjoyed the millennial uh, pirate it was great and that was <laughs> absolutely great i stack it i stack those especially the mcclellan one is very inside baseball but every but the rest of them i really do feel kind of like surpass like just a pipe tobacco podcast yeah. and are really on kind of like a next level to me i think yeah. they, they're they're really solid okay most regrettable episode or perhaps worst episode of country squire radio other than ewoks <laughs> yes, other than Ewoks. <laughs> I really didn't like the tenor of an episode we did with another podcast. You're not going to call them out right I'm now. I'm not going to call okay, them out. Just, yeah. But we, we did a, and it, it, that was probably one of the first 100 episodes, Yeah, I think, which yeah. is really good. I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad that it is. But we really, you know, we there's a there was a tenor of that episode that didn't feel right to me. And I think in some sense was just not, really honoring to the Lord and to our beliefs. And I, I don't know. I just didn't, there was a tenor there. I'll you, leave it at that. But you, I, I regret that episode. And I think about it sometimes. That's really all I can think of. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Fair enough. Fair that's, enough. That's the one that comes back. You know, first hundred episodes. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, for me, it was the, uh, the Moby Dick one. I, I really feel like Ooh, we did that not do enough one. research for that one. <laughs> that was bad. And we struggled hard. On that one, it was rough. It was rough. It was like it was like there was this concept of a show that we were after, but we could never quite attain. You know, almost if it was driving us mad while we were trying to find the subject matter and searching the high seas, looking for. Yeah, it just it didn't it didn't go well. It wasn't what it was supposed to be. I, I was I remember apologizing to you. I don't think I've ever really apologized after an episode, but I think I apologized to you right after that one. Like, man, I'm sorry, I got nothing. I don't that know was, what that happened. Was there. Terrible. That was terrible. That was rough. Terrible. Okay, just general regrets from the show as a whole. I regret that we didn't, as I'm looking over this crowd of people that have come from all over the country, I regret we didn't do this more often. Mm-hmm. I really do. Yeah. We had the opportunity to do that, and we didn't do it. Yeah. And I will I will always look back and say, that was a missed opportunity. Yeah. That was. 
And uh, and a lot of that was me. I think Bo probably thought we would do more of that. And you well, know, I'm painfully... when I know that it's going to be like this, maybe I'm glad we did. <laughs> I'm, I'm painfully introverted, and it's really difficult for me to get geared up to do something mm-hmm. like this. And and so, yeah, I, I, I wish I wish I would have pushed myself harder in in that in that regard. You know, I think for me, the the biggest thing that I regret is so we 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 made the choice to do some experimental shows in this last past year. Yeah, I yeah. wish we had done that so much sooner because I really feel like we we were able to kind of do some things and and tell some stories and really again kind of while still being a pipe podcast kind of surpassed that mandate and really be something special. Yeah. I feel like that could have given the right amount of time could have really grown into something unique. And also it was just a lot of fun. Like it, like it was just, it was so much fun because it wasn't just the fact that we were trying these new episodes. It was the fact that we were able to like travel around and really spend time with each other which is so different. Even back before when we were in the shop, like recording from the shop, yeah. you know, we'd like text each other. What are we going to talk about? I don't know. We got to record in five minutes. No, we, we already, <laughs> we always gave at least 20 minutes planning. At least episode. 20 minutes. Yeah. Right. But like the great thing is with those, we, we took our time and we prepped and we planned all the episodes. Yeah. We were talking about some subject matter that was really, really like personal and, and, and allowed us to kind of dive a little deep. Plus we got a chance to really like hang out. And I think honestly, over the last past year, back reconnect again as friends. Yeah, because there's a difference. You ever see a? Y'all watching that Apple Apple Plus show, uh, the the morning show? Any of y'all seen that? All right, all right, fair enough. So the idea is it's like a behind the scenes of like one of the, these morning shows where like the two hosts are like, hey, you know, good morning Miami, that sort of thing. <laughs> but like they just come on and they like they what they have together is the time on mic and then they don't see each other the rest of the time. And when that's the case, that's you don't get to really like like nourish a friendship. Yeah, and so what yeah. we got to really do this last past year was really work on that friendship yeah, and really like yeah. like. Yeah, we've had such powerful conversations off mic that honestly are just for us. And they're so, they're just so precious. Uh, we I mean, the, we, even in the last 24 hours, we've had such a very just personal conversation and just a really, really special conversation that what I love about it is y'all will never hear it. Because, <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, that's, that's my favorite part. No, what no, I'm saying is that it's because at some point, like, you know, you, when you have a, a podcast relationship, there's there's an element where you're inviting people in. But most of your friendships, especially the truest ones, are the ones that not everybody knows about what you're talking about, what's going on. We've we've really shared a lot with you all in this last past year. And we've, we've really and we've shared a lot with you all in the last past 10 years. But especially this last past year, I feel like we've really kind of opened up in ways. And anyway. So yeah, I regret we didn't do that sooner. I really do. Yeah. I, I wish we had no, done that. Fair. And yeah. we could have done live shows along the way. It would have been great. Yep. Man, we had a couple behind the scenes uh, things to share with y'all, but I feel like they were trickled out all through over. Should we just skip the whole Dagner pipe story? The, the, danger, the danger pipe, pipe story? story? The danger pipe story? Okay. Maybe we should tell this one. Let, you want me to tell it? Please do. <laughs> do Please do. Do y'all know Jason Dagner? And his and his cool pipes, right? Wait, wait, wait! Before you let me let, let me set this up with with one little caveat. Fair enough. How many comic book readers? Some of y'all have read comic books over the days, yes. And and so occasionally when you're reading comic, like back in the day, they didn't put comic books on the big screen. What you had was you read them. Now, if you were dyslexic, as you know I am, sometimes <laughs> when you read something, you th- you see it a certain kind of way. For example, there's a character in comic books called Dark Side. A lot of people call that character Dark Seed because they read his name Seed versus Side because of the way it's spelled well for a dyslexic everything's spelled weird so i just want to just say that first off before anything else 
Okay, John David, tell the story. We love Jason Dagger. <laughs> and Bo walked up to him. This was in Chicago? The Chicago Pipe Show. Yeah. And said, hey, I've heard about Danger Pipes. It's nice to meet you. And he, Bo said that to the wrong person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On the wrong day. And uh, He took great offense. It was, You're not streaming this, are you? He took great <laughs> offense. <laughs> He's like, Danger. What do you mean Danger Pipes? <laughs> Who are you? You got a podcast? No, you don't. Get after, out of here. Afterwards, he was so mad. Afterwards, I was like, how am I going to fix this? <laughs> This and dude it, tore will, me up say, and down for calling him Danger Pipes, and all I wanted to do was compliment his pipes. I I, I remember I remember having to have at least three two hour long conversations. His logo Dave. is a skull. I know. <laughs> it's dangerous, right? Look, my parents are here. They can validate this. Back in the day, you know how trash cans say thank you. I used to think it said trash you because it's a <laughs> trash can, and it's right there. Anyway, my point is. <laughs> He did not have to be a jerk about the fact that I, it, it I was not out, trying to disrespect fine. the man. We love Jason. We carry his pipes now. It all worked out You great. love Jason. You carry his pipes now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have never been a fan of Kiss the Ring. No one has ever had to kiss my ring ever. And I did not like uh, appreciate that, that whole thing. But anyway, I was terrible. I was mortified. That's a story that we've never <laughs> shared on, on <laughs> there before. We've never told that before. That's right. That's right. Okay. All right. So we're going to do something a little special here to kind of close things out. You know, every single uh, episode of Country Squire Radio, um, you have heard one voice consistently. Not John David. He's been off for several episodes because he keeps on having kids or something. I don't know. <laughs> uh, and yeah, okay, I guess you've heard my voice a lot, but I'm sure there's been an episode here or there where you just interviewed some people or something like that. Sure. There has been one voice that you have heard consistently, and that is of my wife. And I would like to invite her up right now. Ladies and gentlemen, Christina York. Round of applause. Who is going to bring us into our next segment? Quick fire with the squire. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and by the way, she, she <laughs> all the bumps on the show. All the bumps Christine. on the show. They're all Christine. They're all Christine. <laughs> they're, they're all recorded at like y'all's dining room table or something. And, like I know it was in the bedroom. It was in the uh, the guest bedroom, and she did so many takes. It's so funny. It, when I told her we were going to do this, she's like, I, I recorded that 10 years ago. <laughs> I don't even remember what I said or how I said it. But you did a great job. Thanks, love. Everybody, again, a round of applause for my wife. And while we're at it, and while we're at it, we got to give a major round of applause as well for the first lady of the country squire. The reason why John David's been able to do this, Nina Cole, ladies and gentlemen, John David's wife as well. I got a chance to watch y'all's courtship. I got a chance to... Uh, Nina was amongst a very select group of people that could actually sit into the Country Squire while we were recording. And so, you know, getting a chance to see y'all meet. Y'all actually met at the Country Squire, fell in love at the Country Squire, and now y'all have to put up every single day with the fact that Country Squire is in y'all's lives. <laughs> <laughs> and I know it's got all of the, uh, the, the funness that comes along with it. But Nina, thank you so much. I love you, baby. letting me borrow your husband so much. But I was here first. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I really, I feel like that's the thing that doesn't get talked about that much. He was mine. So, I we did, love you, Nina. Thank I, you so much. I, I did better, you know. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. Oh, you, did, you, did, you did good. You did good. All right, quick fire questions. We're going to do something a little unique for this. We're going to let y'all just kind of throw out some quick fire questions at random. Oh and we're going to do, really? we're just like, like two or three. I think that would be good. Keep them clean. All right, ready? Go. Anyone, anyone, anyone? Quick fire questions. Yes, sir. How's it clipped? 
Has it clicked? This, all of this. That's referring... not a quick fire no, question. No, 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 no but, but let's let's try it because we've just given a long answer to that that no, very question. No, it is right now. It is it's right now. It's clicking right now. Yes. One thing that happened on the day of my wedding, one of my best friends walked up to me and, me, and he looked at me and said, "I want you to, I want you to stop. Think, don't think about all the details, and I just want you to re- receive this. I want you to take this in. I want you to feel it." When you're standing up there in front of all those people that are here for you and you're about to be wife, you feel it. And friends, I'm feeling it right now. I really am. So now it's clicking. <laughs> clicking it's clicking now. now. It's clicking. All right. One, uh, one more. Two more. Yes, sir. In the back. All right. I'm oh. on a desert island. Okay. You get to take one blend and one pipe. Oh. Okay. Desert island, one blend, one pipe. Thank you for this one. Oh. I have, this is going to surprise some people, I, I have a Stanwell Prince. It's old. It's from the 60s. And everyone knows I love, the, I love a Bing's favorite. I love a smaller bowl. I love a straight pipe. And the, and the Prince is generally a straight, but we put it in the straight pipe category. But that Stanwell Prince, it's one of the few pipes I have that I just know how to smoke that pipe. Yeah. And, um... And, 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 like, everything I put in it, it just turns into powder. You know what I mean? Um, regardless of what I put in it. So I'm going I'm to say that Stanwell pipe, uh, beautiful piece. and um, One pipe tobacco. I'm going to go with HH Pure Virginia from Mac Barron. Okay. Yeah. There you go. I love that tobacco. All right. I took that tobacco on our honeymoon. Aw. Yeah. That's sweet. That's great Is tobacco. It? Sweet? Yeah, sweet. That's yeah. sweet. <laughs> So it's interesting because in preparation for this, I was trying to come through like we've, I've been gifted so many pipes over the years and I was trying to figure out like what are kind of those type top tier and that sort of thing. I want to kind of I want to just kind of showkace them real quick. Yeah, that's a few great. Of them. So this this thank you for this. This will be quick and I'll, I'll, I'll put them out this. This is a beautiful Ardor pipe. This was a gift from Mark VV right there. Right Christmas. Here. And I this has become one of my absolute favorite pipes. It is just absolutely glorious and it is a great, great smoker. Yeah. And with this one. I smoke a lot of Sleepy Hollow, mostly because I've been smoking this pipe a lot and I've been smoking a lot of Sleepy Hollow in it. So at the moment, that's probably the top tier right there. But I've also got one. Now, this is ironic because I don't know if uh, Two Combs is still in here, but this is a uh, so this is this is this there is your is, bag. Yeah. I, it's not your pipe that's in it though. But th- I I, use the, <laughs> I do I do smoke that pipe a lot. This, I just did. I wanted to make it just so it wasn't awkward. I just wanted to. I told out. someone last night two combs will come out of his cave and make like a pipe every three or four years, and then he'll crawl back into his cave. And every time he makes a pipe, it's stunning and beautiful and all that. But he's still in his cave right now, so we don't have a pipe to put in there. Yeah, well, you got, exactly. <laughs> there you uh, this is actually from Jim Duchesne. You can't see it from where y'all are sitting, and obviously it's the listener beautiful. can't see a thing. But yeah. the grain on this thing is incredible. I met Jim in, I want to say Chicago, I think the second year that we went to yeah, Chicago. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. And I was going through, I was collecting audio, I was working. And as I was reminded very recently, it'd be nice to actually go to a pipe show without having to work so that you can actually enjoy it. But the reality is I was, I was going and I was getting interviews and everything. And Jim, I was coming by and you know, he said something like in passing, you know, kind of making kind of like a, a friendly joke type deal. Didn't, it didn't offend me at all. Like it was just one of those situations like, hey, hey, and then I kind of kept on going. And not because I didn't want to talk to him. I talked to him very briefly, but had to keep moving. And he felt distraught. Like he had like said something that had offended me or really what it was. And he wrote me a long email to kind of explain this. But basically it's like, you know, you hear somebody and you kind of like have this kind of relationship and your mind developed with them. And then you get this opportunity to meet this person. And it's so brief. 
And the only thing you do is you make a joke you wish you hadn't have made. You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> so he, he just felt distraught. And the funny thing is, I've, you know, I know exactly what he's talking about. There's been people that I've listened to, too. There's been other uh, entertainers and such that I've only had a very brief amount of time. I remember the first time I ever met a minor celebrity, of which I'm not even that. I remember making a, a, a joke about the fact that they were a celebrity. They didn't really like connect with what I was saying. And I just was, I, to this day, I'm still very embarrassed about. You crawled in your hole with two combs. Uh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but he gifted me with one of the nicest pipes, like one of the best yeah. grains I've ever seen in my entire life. Jim is, Jim's great. He, he does a really Wonderful good job. Craftsman. But um, yeah, I hadn't seen Jim in a few years, but love, love him and love his work. Absolutely. And then finally, tell people what this is, John David. Man, I gave you that Savinelli Roma with that beautiful rose-colored stem. And I want to say I gave that to you when you had one of your babies. It was, uh, it was, it was a combination moment. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Christina yeah. was pregnant with our oldest. Yeah. And we, had, we were in the process of moving from our apartment to the first house we ever purchased, which is in the same neighborhood. So it was like a housewarming gift. It was, kind of yeah, yeah. yeah. It, was, it was a lot. It was is a that lot. A th- that's a 315 Savinelli. That's one of my favorite shapes that Savinelli made. Beautiful prints. Yeah. And, uh, man, that's a great pipe. Yeah. You, you like it? I love it, man. Glad, and that's man. the thing. That I'd seen that, I think, earlier that week and was really admiring it and was thinking, like, I'm going to actually save up and get myself that pipe. And you gifted me that. And it's really special, that's man. cool. I, I, like I was enjoying this one before we uh, re- recorded today. And with that, I was open some freshly opened Frogmorton Cellar. So... Those, I, those are two pipe tobaccos and three different pipes, so I kind of cheated on the rules, but, <laughs> but there you go. All right, we got, uh, uh, we got to give some final thanks to some folks uh, real quick that honestly probably need a lot more than real quick, but yeah. the reality is we would not have been able to do this podcast if not for Kim, who was the owner of the Country Squire prior to John David. When I pitched John David on the idea, we knew we couldn't really go anywhere with it unless she got on board, and... We were kind of nervous about that. I was certainly nervous about that. Yeah, I, I, I was, I was kind of hoping she'd say no. Yeah, <laughs> she didn't. She didn't. <laughs> but very grateful to her and her family. Kim's and the a Reeves. dear friend, and yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have the career uh, that I have now without her. And, right. and 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 I thank her for trusting me with her family's legacy. I really do. Yeah. yeah. We've got to give a major shout out. And I'm going to ask you guys to give the biggest applause for Mike, our editor, who has worked on all of these episodes of Country Squire. Give it up for Mike. Because he's edited a lot. <laughs> y'all, as y'all, as our live audience have seen, we're not that good, but he makes us sound good. So, like, he does a great job. He couldn't be here, but uh, Mike, we're thinking about you, and thank yeah. you so much for working on this. Love episode. you, Mike. Mike hears things all the time where he's heard, I'm sorry, Mike, so many times. I'm sorry, Mike. Sorry, Mike. Go ahead and cut that. <laughs> Mike, John David shouldn't have said that. Please cut the last 30 seconds. You know, that, that sort of thing. We got to give it up to the interns, Tim, Caleb, and Quinn. Everybody, um, Caleb Crawford. Where's Caleb Crawford? Right there. No, Caleb Crawford. He's that, right there. No, that's not Caleb. That is that mane of hair. That's a that, Wookie. That's that not glo- Caleb. <laughs> that wait, wait. Glorious, pull the hair back. Pull the hair back. Glorious mane. It's Caleb it's the intern. <laughs> hey, man. That's good to see you. Caleb is a dear one more friend. time for Caleb the intern, Woo. y'all. Caleb has been a great blender in his own right, and um, still to this day uh, is our 
blend master, really. Caleb comes in once a week to blend in, blend all of our recipes. So we're stocked up to send them out. We're really grateful for Caleb. He's a dear friend of mine. And then, of course, Quinn. We we wouldn't be here without Quinn. Quinn. And I Quinn, didn't tell him about that tiny Quinn bit either. The, the tiny Quinn. Oh, yeah. tiny Quinn. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. That was special. Quinn, we love you, brother. I'm really thankful for you. We got to give a shout out to Boodles. We got to give a shout out to Goran Brothers Hats. We got to give a shout out to Bing's favorite, Frog Morton Cellar and Sleepy Hollow. You never paid us anything, but we certainly did a lot for you. <laughs> so on behalf of you to us, thank you. Thank you. And there's one that we have to give an I'm sorry to. I regret nothing. All right. Puncher's Chance. If Y'all. You, the Puncher's Chance rum. Is it a rum or is it motor oil? It, it, Puncher's Chance, you know, for those who have not it's, heard. It's foul. Our Puncher's Chance episode. I don't, what do we even pair that with? Like a gasoline? Like a laxative or something? I, I, like I well, <laughs> can can you pair a thing with a thing, y'all? I was in Louisville, Kentucky, a couple of weeks ago, and I am so sorry because I would have loved to blow this up and put it on a screen. And you know, surrounded, I had Stag Junior for the first time in my life. It's fantastic. I had all of these like really nice, fine, exclusive whiskeys at this really, really fancy place. And as I'm walking out the door, I see something that made me question whether or not life had meaning. Something that was so offensive that I thought right then and there that I should probably light a match and see how fast it would take this building to burn. It was Puncher's Chance, marked up to $140. There's the proof. There's the proof. And to our representative who actually represents Puncher's Chance that listens to this show, thank you. And we're sorry. Hey, we needed some content. Yeah, we needed some content. And you came in the clutch, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah. But also, if you have access to the $140 uh, bottle of Puncher's Chance, hook me up. I, I would love to not drink that. I, <laughs> I would absolutely love not drink that. Man, okay. Uh, finally, uh, oh, man. And then just to bring us home, y'all, over the last several weeks, uh, since we announced that the show was coming to a close, we didn't know what the support for us was going to look like. We thought that maybe a lot of y'all were going to kind of take your balls and go home and that we were just going to have to kind of scrape by the finish line. That's not the case. Y'all absolutely... They're laughing at what you just said. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. Y'all absolutely... He didn't mean it like that. He's like, take your ball Notice and go it's home. Not, it's not the audience. It's two combs that's doing <laughs> it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> ball. You know, okay. I love you, bro. I'm going to miss this. Oh, my goodness. All right, y'all... Seriously, we uh, are absolutely just stunned by the amount of support that we got from the patrons, from the club members that kept us going. Some people who were just patrons kicked up their support to a squire or a pilgrim level uh, just to help us get across the finish line. And there's a couple of folks who became pilgrims for, for the first time here in these last couple of days to help us get across the finish line. And I'm going to butcher all of them. Y'all ready? <laughs> John Fanny? Fahey. Fahey. Uh-huh. Fahey. Jeremy, oh, I can't even mess up Jer- what but I have to. Okay. Uh, it's Jeremy. J. J- Ramey Dukes. Jeremy Dukes. J. Ramey Dukes. We got Jason Bacalior. James Bachelor. He, we had a drink with him in Los Angeles. Craig Harrell. Craig Harrell, our friend from Chicago. Thank you, Craig. Him Lambing. That is Jim Lambing. Uh, <laughs> Shad Brink Dashman. Chad Brinkman. Derek Hammerson. J- D- Derek Jamerson. This is so stupid. <laughs> you know what? Actually, I could just try on this one. I'm going to miss it. Keith Zimboilis? Z- Zibolis? Zib- that's why I do the bit. Andy, is Zibolis, is that a Greek name? Our, our resident Greek, or- Greek Orthodox priest here. Thank you, um, Father. Okay, it sounds, it sounds Greek. Yeah. Josh? Just Josh. Ryan Peak. Ryan Peak. I don't, okay. I don't know. Uh, no, P-I-E-C. Ryan, we're thankful for you. K-I-T-H-Sweet. Uh, 
Keith Sweet, Keith Sweat, Sweat, Keith Sweat. What is this? I, I, I want to. I want to just say it the way it's spelled. Can I say? No, it? I think you should just. Beefus Cornwallis. I don't know who Beefus Cornwallis is, but I'm not butchering your name. That's something. Because somebody else already did that for you. That's something. Was that? Is that? Is that your baptized name, Beefus? <laughs> I baptize you, Beefus. <laughs> Child of the Covenant. Chiron Child of the Covenant. There you go, Chiron uh, Lassini. Karen Eisensee. Oh, that's an I. Yep. Heath Hayton. Heath Hatton. R.J. Yenas. Yeah, R.J. This is so tall. R.J. Winans. Uh-huh. Winans. And then the last one, uh, Matthew Slicker. Matthew Slicker. Thank you all so much. We thank oh, you all so you. much. Thank you. Thank you. Is John David, for, there's been a big question about for people who were, you know, squires, supporters of the country squire, because there's a, a benefit that is that if you've been a squire for a full year, then your uh, name will be immortalized at the shop. There's a big question about what's going to happen to those that didn't quite make it a year. Yeah, yeah. So um, I am, we were so thankful for all the people that have supported us at that squire level for so many years. And um, if you'll go to the shop and look up above and then back, it, we ran out of room, so we've had to go back around behind. But uh, you'll be able to hopefully find your plaque with your name on it at our store. And if it, you can't find it, or I misspelled your name, or something's wrong with it, please let me know. But, but it should be there, and it will be there forever at the Country Squire to tell you how much we appreciate you for supporting us. Um, there's a lot of people that, uh, when we announce we're bringing this to a close, that hopped in on that. I'm proud to announce that if, if you joined up at that level between the time we announced this and, uh, and, and you know, now— uh, as this episode is coming out in a couple weeks, that we'll, we're going to put your name up there too. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Anyway, thank you for thank being y'all so much for your support of us. And we're and just um, we're really really grateful for y'all. We really are. All right. Well, that's it. That's the show. Five hundred episodes in the can. Uh, you want to do another five hundred? No. No, I think we're good. <laughs> I think we're good. You know what? But I do feel. And I, I hear that people do want a little bit of something. You know, they, they want something more from Country Squire Radio. And well, first of all, that's not going to happen. I think that needs to be stated. But, you know, I, I've, I've heard the plight. I've heard the feel that, that people, you know, they're going to miss us. And they need, need a little something to get by. And, you know, those first hundred episodes, let me just be very clear. We're never going to make those all publicly available. But I was thinking what might be kind of fun. And I'll just for like a little bit of a holdover over the next year. Every single month, I'll be putting out a remastered version of an episode from those first hundred episodes. So for a lot of you who've never gotten a chance to hear them, you'll be able to hear them. For those of you who had to suffer through listening them and, and listening to them in their Can worst re- form, relive the trauma. We'd be able to relive <laughs> our worst ever episodes uh, a little bit over the next couple of years. So um, if if that's something that uh, you find entertaining, stay subscribed. You'll find them here. I probably only leave them up a month and then rotate out to a different episode. So it'll be kind of a special drop. You know, let's become the esoteric of podcasts, baby. Like, like, it's like, oh, it's a special drop and everyone loses their mind and shuts the website down. Actually, we shouldn't do this. No, no, it'll be great. It'll be great. <laughs> Unless we make a fortune like those people that buy Peace Haven and sell it for $1,200. Oh, man. Who buys that? Y'all, are y'all buying that? <sighs> well, you know, this is it. John David, how can people keep up with the shop? Oh, Man, this is it. This um, is this is it. Yeah, yeah. So we would love for uh, folks to continue to support us and part B. Let us be a resource for you. Uh, let us be a part of your, you know, pipe smoking experience and 
the onboarding process, the questions that come up, please reach out. Uh, you can get us on the phone at three, uh, 601-362-2233. The, the telephone is a thing that you still use yeah. to talk to people, all that. Our, uh, probably the most prolific place we post is on Instagram, and that's at underscore the country squire. And if you'll check that out, we'd be honored to um, man, have you follow us there. And then, of course, on Facebook, it's uh, facebook.com slash country squire 1970. And we, we hope um, this is this is really difficult. I hadn't really thought about this, but, you know, I think I think what would honor us the most is if our fans would continue to make the trip here. This is incredible. I just I'm so moved. These jokers came from Ottawa, <laughs> Ontario. Speaking of which, not only that, they came to like they came from Canada and we put them to work. Y'all been from Canada literally has been our sound guy accidentally this entire time y'all could y'all give it up for ben real quick and and also like this is the first time they've ever been in the united states of america (laughs) they 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 literally they came to the united states for this We are so honored by your presence, but see, I, I think the I think the thing that would honor us the most is is for people to to think of us, um, make those pipe pilgrimages, and um, and if you want to be a part of our fabric and a part of our community, please keep stopping by the Country Squire. We want to be we want to walk this pipe journey with you, and uh, and we'd love to hug your neck. Yeah. That's really good. Y'all, I'll still be uh, doing video updates from time to time on the uh, Country Squire Radio YouTube channel. I am not a YouTube personality. Don't feel threatened any of the actual YouTube personalities that are actually in this room. Uh, but I'll be, I'll be popping on from, ty- from time to time to say hey. And, uh, uh, you know, if you want to follow me, um, I got an Instagram because finally I caught up with, I guess, the rest of the world that's already moved on. Uh, but you can follow me at Incognitbo. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> It really is incognito. I'll be posting pictures from this event there as well as on the at Squire Radio Twitter handle. And uh, yeah, thank y'all so much for joining us for the last past 10 years, letting us be part of your lives, your families. And it just, it means the world to us. Um, John David, let's go have a day. See you, brother. Thank y'all so much. Let's go party. Y'all, let's have a good time. (laughs) You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. 
everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real Traveler Reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.